What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church in Jackson, Missouri. If you're seeking a church family that can help you grow in your relationship with Christ, or maybe you just want to check us out online, be sure to check out our website, www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you as you fulfill the destiny God has for your life and fulfill your divine purpose in God's master plan. Thanks for tuning and God bless. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church right here in Jackson, Missouri. Our current address is 1225 Old Cape Road, Jackson, Missouri. If you'd like to come visit us on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, and then beginning, I guess I can go ahead and say this, beginning on August 14th, we will be having 9 a.m. Sunday morning services as well, so you can make plans to do that. That's just a couple of weeks away. We look forward to having each of you and your families. That being said, the weekend before that, which will be August 7th at 10 a.m., we are going to be meeting at the Jackson Park here, Pavilion Number 4 in Jackson, Missouri, to have an outdoor service and basically what we're calling a service at the park. If you're interested in joining us for that, we'd love to meet you and your families because it will be a type of meet and greet as well. Then coming up on August 13th, we have our prophecy seminar at 10 o'clock in the morning. We will break for lunch and then we will come back at 1 o'clock. That will be led by Miss Ivory Yarbrough. We're going to be talking about prophecy. What is prophecy? She's going to give you the definitions of prophecy. The 10 a.m. service is going to be where she fills you in on that stuff. We're going to come back at 1 o'clock, and we are going to activate it and be moving in the prophetic ministry. So I encourage you guys to tune into that. And so come at 10 a.m. to find out and explain how this prophecy thing works. Then come back at 1 o'clock and see what God is saying to you in your life right now. I've been talking to Ivory. She's excited about coming, and we are looking forward to having her. Once again, that will be on August 13th. That's our prophecy seminar at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. with a break for lunch in between. Everybody will leave go their own way for lunch come back meet again once again at one o'clock right here at the church all right then see i got so many announcements today's guys i've got them all written down on august 11th we are going to be having our unified episode that will be pushed back one week so that next week we can wrap up the q a sessions which we're going to get into again today from our freedom conference that way we can keep them all together but on august 11th we're going to be having our unified episode which will include a group of us which are going to be discussing common questions that are asked about God. So if you have questions that you'd like me to try to get on the show, you need to send me an email. And the easiest way to do that is to just go trentoncruz at yahoo.com or you can go to nextlevelfreedomchurch.com, get on the website, go to the contact us page and that message there goes right to that message board, whatever you call it there, goes right to my email. You can send me a message that way as well. But we're going to be talking about some common questions that people have about God. I'm going to get online and see what most a lot of people are asking. What's the most common questions? And we're going to be talking about that. So I encourage you guys to tune in on August 11th to Unified. That being said, on the following week, which will be August 17th, that's a Wednesday, on August 17th, 
Our podcast will air on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock at night during our Wednesday night service because we are starting 9 a.m. services August 14th. Then we're going to have 9 a.m. messages on our podcast and online. And we are also going to have Wednesday night messages at 7 o'clock for you to tune in online. If you can't make it in person for whatever reason, you can do that. That all begins on August 17th. So this week and next week will be our last normal unified or normal podcast episodes that will be airing during the week. Instead of being on Thursdays, we're going to move that to Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. The only thing that will stay on Thursdays will be once a month. We will continue to have unified episodes as long as the Lord allows me to do so. So on Thursdays, the first Thursday of the month, we will have unified as well as a Wednesday night uh, podcast. So there's a lot of big changes coming. This is why I've written them all down. Then, of course, coming up on August 28th. Still in August. There's a lot going on in August. I didn't realize it until I started writing it down. August 28th, we're going to be having our baptism service, and we're going to be holding that at 11 a.m. at the Trail of Tears State Park here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And we tend to go out there in August 28th. It's a Sunday. Our services are at 9, so we're going to go ahead and head from there to the Trail of Tears. For those, we've got people signing up already to be baptized. So if you're interested in coming by visiting, maybe getting baptized, you need to come out and join us August 28th. But you need to come before then because you got to sign up to get baptized so we know who all we're going to be baptizing and we're going to give out baptism certificates for that. So that's August 28th, a Sunday morning at 11 a.m. We will be at the Trail of Tears State Park having a baptism service. Looking forward to that. I look forward to it every year. We've had one every year since we've launched except for 2020 when COVID was going running rampant and places weren't allowed to be open. We didn't have a baptism service that year. But 18, 19, 21, and now 22, we have had, this will be our fourth annual baptism service, and we are looking forward to doing that. Then, finally, I guess on today's list of announcements, we are going to be having October 13th through the 15th, we will be having our second annual Cross Connection. This is our... WrestleMania, our World Series, our NCAA Championship Tournament, whatever is our big one for the year. And this year we are going to be still in the tent once again. The location will be 1225 Old Cape Road. Look for the big white tent. Underneath of that we are going to have on the Thursday night, Miss Ivory Yarbrough will be with us along with Stained Spoon Project from here in the Jackson Cape area. They will be with us leading worship. Ivory will be delivering the message that evening. On the Friday night, which is the 14th, we are going to have Pastor Curtis True bringing the word, and we will have worship being led by the Spark worship team from the Spark Church in McClure, Illinois. They'll be with us that night leading worship. And on the 15th, we will have the return of Aaron Michael and leading worship that night will be the Christ Church of the Heartland worship team. So, and we had a good time with them at the Armor of God conference for those of you that remember. And so we are looking forward to that. All of that being said now, we're going to get into today's question because I don't want to take up any more time than I have to because these questions, there's longer as they go. You'll see more and more linked on answering the questions. But today's question is, how do you get in alignment 
with God. This was taking on June, taken, sorry, on June 18th at our Freedom Conference. How do you get in alignment with God? We're going to go ahead and get into that now. God bless you guys. I'll see you next week. Last, well, there's two questions on this, so we'll start with the first one. It says, how do you get in alignment with God? Who wants to go first? You it. Okay, how do I get in alignment with God? Me personally, right now, because this is what I desire more than anything, is I want so much of him in me. I don't want anything of the world. I don't care what I have to sacrifice. I don't care where I have to go, and I don't care what I have to do. So what I do is I get alone with him. And I open myself up to him and I say, Father, reveal to me if there's anything, anything in my life, in my heart, in my mind, anything that will obstruct you from doing what you want to do. Prune me. Prune me. Cut out of me anything that is not of you. Make me aware and he will. He does. I'm going through situations with my job. It'll be good, and then it'll be bad, and there's spiritual struggles. Like you said, the warfare, it's like it's not warfare, and then all of a sudden it's like warfare. And it's So I went to the Lord. I said, Lord, what is going on? Am I supposed to change jobs? Because I had a couple of my mentors tell me maybe it's time to leave. So I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, what is going on? And he said, first of all, what's going on is you're there to love her like I love her. And I'm like, oh, God, that hurt. Second of all, you're there to learn to trust me. I'm your resource, not her, because she does my payroll. And I'm like, that hurt. You're there to school. You're there to shine me. You know, you're there to shine me. But that's what I do. I just surrender to him. And I, anything that he shows me, whether it's physical things in my apartment or things people have given me or anything like that, I throw it away. If he tells me there's a certain way that he wants me to walk and talk, that's what I do. If he wants me in the word more, I get in the word more. But most of all, I feel like he wants me to love. That's the alignment with him. He wants us to see others through his eyes. Because if we see their value, like people out here in the streets that a lot of Christians don't want to deal with, like me, I was an ex-drug addict, ex-junkie, all that, homosexual, all that stuff. And my, my... thing with Christians were I felt bashed I felt judged I felt I did not feel love and the Lord's shown me that and for me to be aligned with him I have to have his heart I have to have his eyes I have to see their value that the Jesus that the blood of Jesus Christ paid for them just the same as it did for me they're just deceived right now they're just blinded by the God of this world and I've got to present his heart to them or they're not going to be reached. I could actually offend them and hurt them and then die lost. And then I will answer that for that. Anybody else? How do you get in alignment with God? I, I want to go back to what um, Pastor Aaron was saying about just alignment and um, kind of first thing I thought of I'm very um visual so when you ask the question the first thing that popped in my head and why this just the way the Lord speaks to me um he brought to mind when someone's taking a uh alcohol test you know they tell them to walk the line like they've been pulled over for a DUI and the first thing they do is tell them can you walk 
in a straight line. And so why do they ask that? Because they're trying to judge their cognitive ability in that moment. And I believe that's what alignment is with the Lord. He's asking, you know, are you with me? Do you understand? Are you really someone who's been transformed? Have you changed the way you're thinking? And when you're under the influence of the enemy and you're under the influence of the world and you're under all these influences, you can't align with the truth of God's word. You can't walk the life that he wants you to walk. And so being in alignment and living that life is simply same thing that you were saying, Brett. It's getting this up here to match this right here because then you you can do it and you can do it for more than a week and you can do it for more than a month and you can live that life and you don't have to worry about the enemy constantly trying to push you over the edge push you over the edge push your buttons and catch you off guard because you're in alignment I mean I would just that's it I mean that's that that's that's so good um, I used to have a lot of problems with money. That was a problem for me. I used to have problems with lust. It was a problem for me, generational. I used to have a lot of issues. They just and there were thoughts. I'd never let anyone know that I had those problems, but they were they were still being just being real. No one knew I had those issues. I knew that I struggled with those things. But I wouldn't project those necessarily. I, I, I did everything that I could to say the right words. You can say the right words and be in the wrong place. That's as much bondage as, as if you just said what you were thinking. If you say something different than where you're living. And there's sometimes you can say there's a power in your words. There's power to a person who's speaking them from the right place. But you can say words all day long. And there is power in life. Power of life and death is in the tongue for sure of the obedient heart of the person that is walking in alignment with God. Otherwise, words don't go far. Just because you can say words don't mean that you can say words that make impact that could truly change somebody's life, that could demean somebody. But I know people that could say the harshest words and do nothing to hurt me because their words are coming from a place that's different than me. So, Aaron, what are you talking about? So to bring it in, I used to struggle with money. I don't struggle with money anymore. And because I stopped struggling with money, I actually stopped having a money issue. And I'm not rich <laughs> at all. I'm a barber. And I love my job. And I love that my family is very, very well taken care of. And what's wild to me is when money stopped being a problem up here, money stopped being a problem in here. And whenever that bond was broke and my manipulation of resources no longer affected my, my relationship with God... My, my money stopped being his focus and he tries to go other places. It's happened all across the board. So when it comes to alignment, there's a word I say all the time, thank you. It's my word. David had a similar word. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving. That doesn't mean when I go into the church house, that means when I want him to be in my world, I can be in the barbershop and go into his gates. And I just say thank you. Thank you that I'm not bound by that thought. Thank you I'm not bound by that restriction. There's times like I'll have a worry come up and Carrie, you know, and I, I, I use her because she's just here, but there's times she's like, uh, you realize it's the 24th, you know, that we have to do this and do this and do this. And I'm like, thank you, God, that I don't have to worry anymore about that. 
Thank you, God, that we're growing. Like you realize that this and this are due on the same part of the month, and we got to do this and this and this. And you've took, you know, we've got two days that we've been off, and that. I'm like, thank you, God, I don't, that you're going to use, you know, what could have been a stress for me a few years ago. And I'm like, but I'm not. I'm like, we're good, babe. Amen. We're good. And and my wife now, she's so quick to look at me, and she's like, we are good. And I'm like, we're good. I said, you're still pretty. And I, hey, and our kids are still healthy. I said, we're good. Are we upset about? I said, we're so, we're good. And when, and it's so crazy. It's like the next week, it's just like everybody's tipping me and everybody's doing this. And I'm like, I wasn't worried. I told this, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I'll tell her, I said, babe, you can either be okay now before he does it or afterward. I'll, I'll be the one saying, when are you going to do it? You know, and, and so we took that away. I had to stop, start telling myself, I can either, be thankful on this side of the provision or I'm going to look back or, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to be like, my goodness, I had the chance sanding him. I've said the kitchen story a thousand times. I could have in my kitchen right there been okay. But instead I worried for four more days and then God did it. Or I could have been okay now. And so being in alignment is me being okay today. And me being just saying, thank you, God. Thank you that I'm not bound by that restriction anymore. Or I see an old face of somebody. I don't know if you've ever, like, overcome something and you, and you, you really overcame it. And then you see a face attached to that problem and it's like a gut shot. And you're like, I thought I was over that. You know what? Thank you, God. I am over that. And I can look at that person that wants to kill me because I was attached to that moment. And I, I've, I've grown past that moment. But that person, as soon as they saw me, it was like a reflection of all the shame or all the issues that that person associated and carried with him. And I was reminded of, I'm like, thank you, God, that I'm not. That's not me. And I'm okay. How are you doing? They're like, well, I guess I'm okay. It looks like you just moved on with your life. I'm like, well, God's good. Hey, I hope you have. You know what I'm saying? And so it's in that place. I just, I use thankfulness as my chance to overcome. I'm thinking that God gave me a different mindset, you know, and, and, and it's, that's, that's what we do with it is it's, it's just doing that regularly. And the more regular, I don't know if there's anybody here that's even, I don't know why I said finances, but if you're dealing with financial decisions or something that's going on, trust God on this side of it. Be okay with it now. And you'll, you'll, you'll realize you, you don't have to trust him as much because of the worry. I trust him every day, but I don't have to trust him because I'm feeling pressure. I just trust him, period. And it seems like the pressure's gone. And when the pressure's gone, like I just stopped having those issues. And it really changed. It Flow changed. Provision changed. Because it stopped being something that hurt me. And it was just something that whatever needed. Hey, I'll be a broke man preaching God. I'm okay with that. Like, hey, I always know I can go get a tent for nothing. You know, hardly nothing. You go to Dollar General and find you a tent. If we needed to go and do that, hey, God, let's go. Because it's not, you're not going to worry me. Amen.